0: There you go Phil, we're being recorded. Yep. So, uh, Phil, the first question is, how would you say you personally find change
1: in your life? Um, I I find it renewing. Um, Over the last 16, no, more than 16 years. Probably, when I was a kid in England, I stayed in the same house for 15 years. Same school, but back. Then when I came to Australia, I started moving around um, and worked on farms and that took me to two or three different farms. So I got used to moving and changing, moving and changing and then when my church life started, it was my first uh, placement was uh, Parish on the Way and it was funded through the Smurf stuff and you may remember Smurf and um, some of the other older readers may remember it too but um the mission plan for that was you had to have a renewal every three years of what your plan was and so i had to change my ministry st- not style but my focus on what i was doing and and i was very very true to that i i went from working within the community to then working within the school. And then the third lot was um, focusing on another two different areas of need within the Campbelltown CBD, uh, you know, different housing commission areas and things like that. So there was a constant change going on. And um, yeah, and then I changed from there, I went to um, Aldays Point Uh, Nabiak, which was like straight 180 church, Mm. you know, um, pulpit, furniture, you know, and that was a real big change, Um, but even within that position, um, I became, within four years, I took on a role as as the um, Presbytery Zone Minister. And so, again, I changed what I was doing. I was working, yes, with a con- two congregations, but I was also working and helping and talking to people in other churches and, and trying to help them grow, look at mission plans and stuff like that. So, yeah, always, and then out to here, and even this has changed, it changes, it just changes every day. You, you don't know what you're going to come up against every time you go out. Yeah. the people you know um you know we've we've been through drought a little bit of flood then more drought and then you now we've had some good rain and you know and um you know just when i think everything's settling down nice i have to suicide a suicide and a and a death in the same family uh different branches of it both 18 year olds in the same village and just you know going out there and having to deal with just absolute shattered people, you know, that these young lives have gone. And, uh, yeah. you know, so so you're, you're roaming between that. And then all of a sudden, as I was, I was saying to you before, I come back and I go and work for, press, go and do presbytery work and then do local work here. You know, so it's my, my whole thing is about being fluid. And I think that's a great thing that the church needs to look at. Is that we need to be more fluid. We need to, we, we get, we allow ourselves to get comfortable within our building. And so we hunker down in the building and it's all about waiting for them to come to us. Wouldn't it be good if we had all the children? Wouldn't it be good if, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we have all these wonderful old dears and old people that we know. What are we doing with them? Why aren't we ministering to them? You know, we, we all can't be. Um, you know, super youth churches, but we can be the best we are. We can be super churches of the way we are by getting out in the community and meeting with those that we know.
2: Yeah.
1: And changing our, just changing who we are. I mean, changes, I think changes life. I mean, I just, I just find that, you know, I mean, yeah, in, in, in seven months or less now, I suppose, I'm going to change again. I'm going to be a retired person. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to annoy you all and go. Oh, when I first started, we did this. But you know, like, but I'm first of all going to change my become a husband again.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, I was just thinking about it earlier on today that you know I've been a bachelor without the privileges for the last eight years. Yeah. But I I want to be a husband again with a wife and you know and all that sort of stuff you know like it's it's just it's just change constant change and uh, and i love it and i but i don't get tired of it but i i just i just think if we didn't if i didn't have it i would get stale and grumpy
0: yeah 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 that's that's great phil yep Uh, so what change have you seen over your life that you find disturbing or encouraging Um, any in any way you hear that film yeah
1: yeah um i mean i think that i think the change for the worst at the moment you know going back to this nationalism and you know um the one nation party type stuff and and the stuff that was going on in america and 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 more people becoming that way inclined you know even within Australia you know like we're we're losing we're losing our focus of being a mate and being a a good community you know we're losing that to that um selfishness and and that change to going back to self i think is is it's always been below the surface but i think now more than ever it's it's actually more prominent and, you're, and more people are, are being able to talk about. It. Look at the nations that now are all, you know, that they're losing their democracy, and there's, there's all this push by the military to take over everything and to, you know, to make it the way they want it. Yep. The, yeah, the loss of freedom for so many people. Uh, and we fought so hard and long to give, you know, people freedom. In our country here, you know, um, The leaps ahead, you know, the Mardi Gras stuff and, you know, the the gay lesbian scene and all those things. As well as just our own self, that we can do what we want to do and be who we want to be. Um, But also we can be part of something. I mean, it's great to be, you know, a supporter of a team. But when you become fanatical for that one side that binds you to the other, then you, you, you stop. Looking for change, there's no way to change your mind because you're rigid that this is the only way to go and, and I think that's a sad thing for
2: community
1: yeah. at the moment. And the good things are again those things that we did change and the things that we did move ahead and that you know uh, there are some churches that are openly talking about you know the alternative ways of being church and the, and the and the alternative communities and reaching out to them in a loving way, not in a judgmental way like we used to. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's a good thing.
0: Yeah. For sure. And that's great. Yeah. So, you know, let's talk about it in terms of the church. And we always talk about change in the church. You know, we've been hearing it for decades. We've got to change, we've got to change. But what do you see happening in this area? In in the church, you can say whatever you want to say, and and, and, and don't 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 say whatever you don't want to have printed.
1: No, I think I think we we've lost. There's a lot of there's a lot of things not changing. There's there's change, but we're we're moving. We've got people moving the same way. They're in leadership and and we're not changing them. You know, like all of a sudden, if you, I guess if you looked at, the, at a lot of the Synod placements, they're the same people that have been there for a fair while again. And they've gone from being young people to not being young people but they're still young doing young people things and and being the voice of young people in the church and yet they're not young people anymore we're not looking why didn't that work and I'm not saying we put blame on people but we need to look at what are the fundamental things that encourage change into our church bring people into well no not into our church into God's kingdom because our church is only a building we've gone back to the to the synagogue days of this is this is the the church is the place it's here's the church and it's the building and we need a bigger steeple and we need a louder pa it's got nothing to do with the people we we are leaving people out of the picture and we're leaving the fact that we can have church on the side of the road with four people in the bush and god is there with us yeah. and, and what it's not it's not a numbers game it's a connection it's a relationship it's a relationship where we are through love and connectiveness, grown this relationship with with those who aren't, who weren't normally coming to us. Not to another church. Sheep stealing's not growing the kingdom. Sheep stealing is just moving the board. And and so we, you know, like we see some churches, and we've had a few in the, a couple in the United Church where everybody's just started coming to them because the others have closed down or something's happened. And so that church is the last man standing. So everybody goes there and they go, oh, look how big we've grown. But not one new kingdom person. They're all people from another church. And we think that's good. And it is good. But, you know, like, is that what we were here for? Mm-hmm. Are we here to fill the pews? Is that our, our manner? my my sense and that's what i love about this job you know i am free to go out and sit with individuals Uh, you know as i said to you the other day you know the scattered communities that's my that's that's where i'm at three or four here four or five there two or three you know whatever and i meet with these people and have conversations and God always comes up because I'm a minister. There's always something about oh well, what would God say about you doing this? And I'd say he'd be happy. He's already here, sitting with us, you know. And I make jokes and I use humor, and people hear those things, and eventually, after a while, as the relationship builds, that gets fed back to me.
0: Mm. Yeah. Do you think we understand the significance of of the relationship above? The the numbers game and the no. mission talk and the um, the striving for being bigger. No,
1: that, I, sadly, I don't think we've got it. You know, I think I think the relationship is a, is about you know like even relationships within the congregational settings you know if we were very frank and honest is there good relationships in every church are are there people is everybody connected does everybody you know pray for each other does everybody think about each other and when they're not there you know we 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 still keep thinking it's it's a relationship means we we are the ones that everybody comes to our church Mm. it doesn't matter for what um and as i say if the other churches close down and we're still open then that makes us and that's and i think that's an imperative why nobody wants to ch- close their church down because they want to be the last one so everybody comes and then they'll have a lot of people again yeah. but you know i mean and and zooming churches allows people who who are on the edges who, who don't want to go into a church and be confronted with the bash over the head with the bible and you know have you been safe type of stuff to actually feed at the at the at the table in a very safe way yeah um, and especially i i'm i'm hearing a lots of people are feeding into churches that are a long way away from their from their area whether i don't know whether it's because some geographical connection to some other reason or they just decided they want to do it that way but they're not all you know a lot of ministers and people have said oh we've got people from here there and everywhere zooming into our church isn't that great and i think why are they zooming into your church which is X number of kilometers, hundreds of kilometers away from them in in some cases. Is that to do with um, hiding from the locals so they don't come come around and and overwhelm them? You know what I mean? No. It's just a thought. uh, I mean, you know, we'd have to do a lot of research on it, but I mean, But then again, those people who are zooming in, and I think when you have those um, like discernment rooms, if you put one of those into your service and a few people do, it gives them a little bit of time to build some safe rapport. I mean, they can either, just stay out of it or they can go into it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's like the coffee after church. Um I know a couple at our church that just leave. They come every week, but they just leave. One because they don't like instant coffee <laughs> and then one have real coffee. But I mean, I bought a coffee machine and everything and you know, no, nah, it's too much work. But the other side of it is, you know, they're going through stuff and they don't want people to bombard them. Mm. We 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 either ignore or we consume. And and one of the things I've learned is you've got to go along at their pace. Yeah. I always ask if it's alright to come.
2: Yeah.
1: And let me know when you need me to leave. Yeah. yeah. And then you know and that gives them as, as, as I say I think I've told you this one several times I only have power over my car that's the only place because when I step out into their their properties and stuff like that or even their communities it's theirs not mine the schools are theirs not mine mm. yeah
2: that's right
1: and I think that's that's one of the things that hold us back is we have to have our ground and i know it's, it's it feels safer in one respect to do stuff at your own church but if we're trying to reach out into our community if that's what our you know our vision statement is um we have to go be get brave enough to go to the sporting clubs to do this and to do that you know or open ourselves to you know sponsor a, a team of a soccer team or something like that with their jerseys.
0: Yeah. Do something that's different, but real. You know. Uh, yeah. So do you? Um, this is slightly different, but you know, what do you have? What do you see as the future of the church? You know, in terms of our struggle to change, and you hopeful or are you? You.
1: I'm hopeful. hopeful. I'm really hopeful that somebody somewhere will suddenly, you know, say yes. I mean and and I'm I'm not just blowing smoke at you, because you 'cause you're my mate, but I think you're on the biggest your group and your stuff that you guys are doing, as long as you don't let them um, turn it into a corporate thing, if the if you if you're allowed to leave leave it loose and do what you've been doing at a slow pace then you'll you'll do all right um tim spoke at our presbytery Yep. the feedback was through the roof you know oh that's really great what they're doing isn't it it's all you know It was a struggle to start with, but you know, now it's going, Oh, it sounds really good. And you know, whether my dream, I I said to them, well, why don't you start using their stuff? Why don't you start sitting in on it? You know, why don't you join that that circle?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, You know? And um, they sort of like, you know, go, yeah, yeah, maybe. And you kind of go well if you want to be part of something yeah you've got to to make a step over the line and let go of something yeah now there's some of them that would but you know there's others that i guess they're not they're not desperate enough yet they're still living in hope that someone will turn up one church was really happy that two people turned up and now their church is lively again yeah and that's good but two people will probably pass away in the next 12 to 18 months yeah yeah
0: Um, that's right and maybe you know it's interesting um things can happen and new things can happen change can happen but we have to give up something for that to happen don't we
1: that's right we have to be prepared to let go of something. Whether it's the instant, international roast, being silly, and putting real coffee on, even if it's in, a, percul- in, a, in a, uh, a plunger. It's a start. We have to move from where we are, where we've been and where we've stayed. We have to, cr- we have to cross that threshold whether it's the threshold of the church and move out into the community or it's the threshold of our um, our rigour that we set up as our protection.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, this is... I I remember a church in in the city where I was at, um, in the southwest area, And the main church there was a mission church. And I went back Christmas before last. And they were singing the same choruses Mm. that they were singing when I left 40 years ago. When Lynn and I got married, we left. And they were they were singing the same stuff. Yeah, and and it you
0: know it really is
1: a matter at the same time and everything. You
0: know,
1: yeah. So sorry, that again, sorry. At the same time and everything, like the church worship was at the same time in the same format in the same building and the same song. That's right, and it's and if we're unable to
0: sacrifice and give up something in order to get life then, you know, as Jesus said, a seed just remains a seed.
1: Yeah. It has to die to, be, to flourish into something new. You have to be prepared to take that risk. And, and it is scary. I mean, how do you think it, it felt when I first started at Rose Meadow, you know, following Neil and Maz and going into, going into the community for the first time, you know, speaking to people? It you know like you just don't know how you're going to be accepted and you still don't know you know like I can ring farmers and get told to get nodded, you know,
2: yeah.
1: and worse but they don't you know they they'll say okay yeah I, yeah yes I do offer some some perks and quirks that come along at times but basically what they say every time is is the fact that you come and sit with us and have a cup of coffee or tea. And have some morning tea and stuff like that you know it's that sitting in their spot yeah sing to them rather than going in with a script and giving them peeps of bible notes and stuff like that you know yeah uh, and yet they will ask for prayer and you know and it might be not now but you pray for me when you go Well, sometimes it's pray for me when you're there, but you know that then they have something way back that they remember, but didn't work for them then. And they love the fact that I am different.
2: Yeah,
1: you know, and I mean I'm crazy. I know that, and I don't expect everybody else to be as crazy as I am. But I think we have to lighten up, you know, like. I've been with on on some of these things when we've had Christian volunteers around, whose eyes roll when somebody takes the Lord's name in vain, you know, when they're doing something, and I just turn around and say, "It's Wednesday, mate. He's playing golf. He's with the ministers. You know, he's not here. <laughs> you know." And they just go, "Oh, sorry, Phil. <laughs> you know." But I don't. and I. Don't, condemn them it's their place yeah Yeah. but but these you know these um and really nice people but they they still carry that um we're in charge of of that word we can't let people use that word you know it's a word it's a name was it really his name you know like get over it we're in conversation with this person in their house yeah uh, you know we're here to help them yeah you know um let's build something on this and 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 i you know i know that works with people like frontier services when when i told them i was leaving the biggest thing for janine was i hope we don't lose frontier serve i hope we don't lose nrma because they only stayed because of you yeah that their workers could work with you and not feel put down
2: yeah
1: i said it'll be right they'll just teach the new person how to how to react they're they're good blokes yeah you know i mean you know like we've got to learn that mark It's it's We've got to learn to be, not flippant, but we've got to learn not to be precious. Yeah. I mean, people called Jesus names and he didn't get all upset with everybody, except for his own people that did the wrong thing, because they should have known better.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, like with the others, you you know, like he he would say things like, if you knew who I'd come from, you wouldn't be asking that. You know, like he gives them that chance. But... We get precious as a church and i think that's what we've got to stop being is precious
0: yeah and so you know phil as you come to to heading into a a big change for you and um uh, concluding your placement there out of narrabri into the the bush and that um area up at north and western New South Wales. Um, you know, what do you what's what's your word for? You know, if people say, well, what words do you have for us, Phil, as you're leaving that what 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 are those words?
1: Oh, I I think be yourself, trust God, let go, and be prepared to be surprised.
0: That's a perfect way to finish, Phil.
1: I I think, you know, to me that's it. That's straight from the heart, I only just thought of that, that wasn't written down. <laughs> but, but but that would be it. That would be it. Because that's what happens to me every day. And I am surprised there's always something happens. There's always a God moment in every day.
2: Yeah.
1: And you don't script it, you can't script it, it just happens. You know, it might be in humour, it might be in tenderness, it might be in sadness, but there's a God moment. So yeah.
0: Thanks Phil. I'm just going Yeah,
1: no, I just say thanks mate.
0: I'll just stop the recording but